0: On the cross talk on WYZM, I'm Mike Hayes. I would love to welcome our guest, Senator Ron Johnson, to the cross talk this morning. So much to talk about, Senator. Thank you very much for giving me a few minutes of your busy morning.
1: Good morning, Mike. Thanks for having me on.
0: Hey, I know gas prices and uh, inflation, and your listening sessions in Dane County. I don't want to get to all of that, but first, I got to I got to take you overseas to the war uh, in Ukraine. Is it going to get much worse before it begins, before NATO and uh, uh, allies, the United States and other allies, uh, consider doing something else to stop the horrendous occurrence over there?
1: Well, my concern is that NATO and the Biden administration are not doing everything they need to do. Uh, Certainly the world rallied around the courage of the Ukrainian people. Now that we're seeing, I've been saying, you know, the, the, the war is a war crime. Uh, but now we're seeing what what's happening in the outskirts of uh, Kiev and the I mean the the torture, the uh, assassinations—it's it's, it's grotesque. Uh, but my concern is that the Biden administration was not prepared; they didn't provide enough lethal defensive weaponry before the invasion to try and uh, change Vladimir Putin's calculations. Um, and now they seem to be slow walking. The type of weapons that uh, Zelensky is is begging for. I met with uh, uh, five uh, w- women legislators. Their their husbands, some of their husbands are are still back in Ukraine fighting. And they were just begging for stronger sanctions. You know, Russia is making more money on oil, and you know, so the, yeah, yeah the West is funding this war. I mean, it's, it, it is we are we are not doing all we need. My my concern is uh, the West is just uh, giving Ukraine just enough. Uh, so that uh, Ukraine is pretty well forced into a settlement and, and Vladimir Putin gets his, his land bridge from eastern Ukraine to the Crimea. Uh, I mean, they're they're just destroying Mariupol. I'm sure he doesn't want any Ukrainians living in that land bridge. So that's probably a strategy there. So uh, I think mean, it's pretty obvious what uh, Putin is, is doing now that he obviously miscalculated, thought he could topple Zelensky, uh, maybe assassinate him right off the bat, to install a puppet and be done with it. But uh, Ukrainians are, are fighting for their lives, for their families, for their children, for their, their communities, for their, their country, for their freedom. And uh, I think the West need to support
0: them more than we are. You mentioned uh, that uh, Russia is still making money selling oil. I heard this morning that uh, that uh, uh, the European nations are considering uh, uh, shutting off or boycotting Russian coal. Uh, the United States uh, still isn't willing to drill and supply Europe with uh, liquid natural gas. Are there ways for the rest of the world to uh, meet their energy needs without using any products from Russia?
1: Over time, yes. But again, this is the short-sightedness of the Biden administration and the Democrats' war on fossil fuels. I mean, the the first indication of what they were going to do is when they canceled the Keystone XL pipeline. By the way, that pipeline's dead. It, It can't be resurrected without going through the entire approval process. The investors lost a lot of money they're not going to do it again so that was that was the shot across the bow with the Biden administration democrats saying we're, we're going to engage in war on fossil fuel we're going to further away our energy independence uh, we're going to force increased gasoline prices again these higher gas gasoline prices didn't just happen this is the plan of the democrat party they want to drive up the price of the fossil fuel so you use less of it but they're they they were not thinking that When you increase the the price of energy and gasoline, you increase the price of everything. You throw on top of that out-of-control deficit spending, printing too many dollars we don't have, and then using those dollars to pay people, uh, making it impossible for them not to reenter the workforce. We have a severe labor shortage as well and less goods. So it's a a triple whammy, but it's all caused by Democrat policies. People need to understand that. And by the way, Mike, inflation is the Democrat tax on the middle class. This is how they fund their deficit spending through inflation.
0: Well, and how does that? How do those higher prices equate to money for Democrats to spend on uh, frivolous prog- programs?
1: Well, it devalues the, the value of the dollar across the board. Ah, okay. Uh, but but again, this this is this is what this is what Democrats have always wanted. They they want more Americans dependent on them. Uh, they don't like fossil fuels, so they're trying. You know. Some of these appointees, uh, nominees for government positions want to starve the oil and gas industry of capital so they can't invest any further. So, so in spite of all the talk of you know these 9,000 leases, liberal groups are suing, so those leases can't be used. The administration is slow-walking the permitting so that you can actually use those leases. Again, this this is a big shell game uh, by, by Democrats. Uh, don't, don't believe a word they say, quite honestly, when it comes to what is causing inflation, what is causing high gas prices. They are the cause.
0: They are the root cause. Even without blame, Senator, if if we don't blame anybody, we just recognize everything is more expensive. How do we get out of that. You can't just print money and mail it to people and say, here's the money you need to buy the expensive gas because the money will run out, but the expensive gas won't. You can't afford to buy an electric car and go home and plug it in unless you live in California where the governor says, no, no, you what? what, what the first letter of your last name will tell you what days you can plug in your car. The, the grid isn't prepared to take over for for a, a gas, a natural gas, and oil. Uh, so, electricity isn't the answer. We can't afford to buy an electric car. I heard it a late night talk show host laughing that uh, he hopes gas prices go to $15 a, a gallon so that he'll meet more of his uh, viewers plugging in and charging their Teslas.
1: Yeah, Whoa. thirty-five thousand dollar cars. No, yeah. I, so again, Mike, I hate sound partisan, but it's just true. It's Democrat policies that are causing all this. So we should drill for more oil and gas, you know, and, and not and return to energy independence, which we had under the previous administration. We need to stop deficit spending, which is why I've been voting against all of these massive deficit spending bills. Now, you know, politically, I get slaughtered for it because you know, I'm, you know, when you're spending trillions of dollars. You'll be spending money on good causes. Okay? Sure, sure, sure. So then what happens in the political environment is you get criticized for not supporting spending on that. But somebody's got to say no. Somebody's got to stop mortgaging our kids' future. And, and you got to stop creating more entitlements, making it possible for more people not to enter the workforce. You still have very low labor participation rates because, again, government is providing uh, funding for people and allowing them not to enter the, the workforce. Sure, so people yeah, getting more dynamic. comfortable
0: living on their government money and they don't need a job. That's too bad. That's
1: that's part of the dynamic. Yeah, and people have to wake up to that fact.
0: What have you been hearing? I know you've done some listening sessions around Dane County. What have you been hearing from your constituents?
1: Well, parents are highly concerned. You know, COVID is exposed a lot. Okay, the the, the capture by our healthcare agencies by Big Pharma. Uh, but what's also exposed is... is what our schools are teaching our children and not teaching them what what our schools are indoctrinating into our children and and parents across the board this is there's nothing partisan about this at all they are concerned about what has happened to our children during covid uh you know the the lost year of learning uh forcing them to wear masks when masks i i I wish they would have worked but they don't work and they certainly don't work in children uh Delayed speech, couldn't see their teacher's face, the smiles from their classmates. Uh, we've we've done some real harm to our children. And then they've also been looking over the shoulders and going, "What what are you teaching my kids? Right. What are you indoctrinating into them?" You know, critical race theory. You know, listen, we're all compassionate about anybody with gender dysphoria, but is that something we ought to be pushing on grade school children? Right. When you're if in the third not grade, have the right to know what's happening.
0: When you're eight years old, uh, you're not concerned at all. You're concerned about Pokemon, that's uh, and and having hot dogs or macaroni and cheese for dinner, uh, not about. And uh, when your seven year old comes home from school and says, "Mom, my teacher says I should be a girl," uh, what? That's a concern, and I have heard that from listeners, from parents uh, here uh, in uh, in Western Wisconsin, <clears throat> that they. Their kids are, uh, are echoing things that they hear at school that uh, are inappropriate for somebody who's really small.
1: So some of these school districts are saying parents really don't have rights to raise their children. Yeah, wow. You know, they, 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 they haven't proven to be woke enough to be told that the, the school is, is actually trying to talk their child into becoming the, somebody from the opposite sex. You know. Yeah. So, no, this is, this is about parental rights. This is wrong. And that's one of the reasons I think. that I've seen uh, all these election results. It sounds like a lot of people ran for school board that are opposed to this stuff. And again, on a bipartisan basis, uh, hope- hopefully people like that won, and we can retake control over our, our schools and-, and what we are teaching our kids. But let's teach them reading, writing, and arithmetic. Let's let's improve, you know, the performance of our schools before we, you know, start imposing uh, sexual identity uh, on on children that don't even know what we're talking about.
0: Uh, as a business person, how do you feel when you read headlines or hear stories about uh, large businesses, and I'll just uh, go right to Florida, when Disney says the bill shouldn't have been drafted, it shouldn't have been signed, it shouldn't be enacted, and we, Disney, will do everything we can to overthrow it and then name it incorrectly, which uh, which is really boggles my mind. Uh, uh, that uh, people are against the bill in uh, the parental rights bill in Florida, and quite frankly, many of them don't have a clue what's in it. They just feel that uh, this, uh, the, that it's a horrible thing and DeSantis has got to go. You're a business person. Can you imagine people in your business saying we have to take a stand? I know we're just a business, but.
1: Now, listen, businesses ought to concentrate on the products and services on their employees and their customers, and leave public policy to elect officials. Uh, which, which, by the way, one of the reasons, Mike, and I'm being dishonestly attacked, that I was engaged in you know some special carve-out deal for for uh, a few of my, my, my donors. No, I am the guy who made sure that 95% of American businesses also got tax relief, because even under Republicans, only 5%, the big C corps, are going to get a tax cut. And the other 95% of businesses, all the small businesses on Main Street, were going to be left behind. I'm the guy that took all the heat, that stood strong and said, "No, I want to make sure that every American business gets a tax cut, so that not they're not put at a competitive disadvantage." These big guys, as a result, about 21 million Americans—the last report I saw—21 million businesses got the tax relief that I pretty well single-handedly made sure they got during the 2017 tax reform. Now that is being distorted and twisted. Like it did for a few. No, I, I got tax cuts for the many,
0: and I appreciate that. And so do the many, uh, who uh, still support you, Senator Ron Johnson. Thank you. Thanks for calling early. It was a pleasure to get you on, for longer than it seems like just a few, a few moments. Uh, so much going on. Let's do it again, again, very soon, shall we?
1: Have a great day. Stay well.
0: Yes, Senator Ron Johnson, fighting the good fight in D.C.